I'm Michelle. Hi, Rue. And we got so much to talk about. Now, um, now I'm going to sit back here for the microphone because, you know, you know I'm from the theater. You know I'm from, You're the, from theater. the theater. So I don't have to project a damn thing right. for this microphone to pick me up. I was listening to the podcast the other day and there was distortion. Oh, no. Yeah. So, okay. So now this is just you and I. Yes. Um, You guys, first of all, I'm going to ask you about this stadium thing. You guys played Wembley. Oh, my God. We played Wembley. <clears throat> Wembley Arena, not the stadium. Wait, what's the difference? Okay. The stadium holds like 30,000 seats. Like yeah. a Billy Joel would play there. So and- where were we when we saw Michelle Obama? We were in the O2. That's, oh, that's a different completely one. different. Completely different, but well done. <laughs> and that one holds 15,000, and they blocked off five because it was behind. Right. So they had 10,000 <clears> seats <throat> for Michelle Obama. So that was in 02. Right. So and ours then Wembley. Was, yes. Uh, you arena. were in the arena. The arena, which is smaller. Okay. So the arena. Is, are they next to each other? Nope. The arena's 10,000 seats, and we we closed it off because, again, behind. So we sold 8,000 seats. But tell me this. Is Wembley Arena near Wembley Stadium? Yes. It's right next door to each yes. other. Okay. Okay. So it's like the theater at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. You can say Madison Square Garden. It's not Madison Square Garden. Right. It's the Hulu Theater. Right? Right. So each one has their own thing. This I'm not going to lie and say it was a stadium, but we played Wembley Arena, which was the biggest attended drag show in the history of it. That is outrageous. Unbelievable. First of all, can we talk for a minute about them changing the names of these venues? I really don't like that. By the way, they change them so much that you can't even keep them. Remember it was the PMC or the PM Dawn? PNC Bank Center? Yes, remember that? That was the Garden State Arts Center. It was the Garden State Arts Center for years and years and years. And then they the, turned it to the PNC Bank Center. Yeah, yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. I know, but that's where the money comes <clears throat> from and funding these things. I remember when I was young and I, I fronted a rock band called White 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 Lightning. Uh, was that the name of my band? Yeah. And it was a really big deal because we got to play the Garden State It wasn't White Snake. It was White Snake. <laughs> a little bit different. And when I say we played the Garden State Art Center, yeah. we were on the steps at the Garden State Art Center playing. Uh, we got hired uh-huh. to like – play as people would come into the bank center, but I got to put Garden State Art Center, the Garden State Art Center, on my resume. Yeah, but they, they changed the name of Alice Tully Hall to, to the David Geffen Hall. Is it, um, no, uh, Fisher, uh, Avery Fisher. Yeah. Avery Fisher Hall is now the David Geffen See, Hall. See, when it's named for somebody and not a place, I feel like they shouldn't allow people to do that. Well, unless there was some shame involved. I, there wasn't any shame involved. Um, uh, David Geffen paid the family of uh, who Fisher? Avery who Fisher. Avery Fisher paid the family fifty million dollars, and paid the whoever fifty million fifty million dollars, and paid the other people who run Lincoln Center fifty or hundred fifty something like that. But when you have that kind of money, you know what else you 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 have to do? <clears throat> you have to do legacy work, right? So he's he's. Well, he sure those do. Those are cute shoes. He, who makes those? Kurt Geiger. It's a British company. Oh, yeah. No, I've yeah. seen their they – were, they were at Stratford Mall. They, yes. They, when I was at Kurt Geiger, they didn't have those kind um, of shoes. They're, Kurt Geiger is very seasonal. Yeah. So, very seasonal. So when you see them, you need to grab them because they yeah. won't – they're not staples that will be there well, all the time. Well, that's smart business actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> for these people <clears> – <throat> I'm sorry. That's because we were laughing like We maniacs. were laughing like crazy. So when Tell them what that, we were laughing okay, about. Okay, I'll tell you. The reason, uh, but so what happens is when you laugh, everything gets broken up. Yes, it gets broken right, up. So now yeah. it's coming up. Yeah. So our producer, his name is Alex Aldea. Yeah. And Rue said, 
all day, every day, and we died for about ten minutes straight. Yeah, right. Without tears, a break. Tears running down my yes. face. No, you you were soaked yeah. Yeah. from so, tears. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what all this stuff is coming up. So anyway, back to um, David Geffen. David Geffen. Yeah. yeah, he he has the um, Andre what Avery Andre Fisher. Brower. <laughs> Center. <laughs> <laughs> he has Avery Fisher Hall, yes. which is now the David Geffen Hall at Lincoln Center. Right. And they changed the names of these things. And, you know, it's like when they change the name of cities, like um, Calcutta is now Mumbai. They change it all the time. What is that about? It's very different. It's like, how, you know, when Pamela Anderson became Pamela Anderson yeah, Lee. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. It, no, it was wrong. just not right. You know, I was in uh, Constantinople when it changed over to um, whatever it is now. Well, that's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Countries, uh, there's political stuff involved. There's political stuff. Sense. There's bad but blood. For the names of things that turn into like you know El Pollo like Loco Theater. And oh, I would you know I would love we the will El Pollo Loco yes. Theater. And yes. they change it into <clears throat> Der Wiener Schnitzel Hall. Oh, I love that. Yes, I want to go there. It's just we can't keep up with it. Yeah. So that's the problem with that. Right. But Wembley has been Wembley forever. It has been Wembley. So See, they're smart. Yes, it's the SS. Let me be honest. Uh-huh. Wembley Arena is called the SSE Arena. Okay, now you've lost. That's me. what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> but it was the most attended um, drag show in the history of drag shows. What an honor it was! Of course, I was talking about you keeping your name alive. Talked about the. And it was the Work the World Tour. It was the Work the World Tour. Is that finished? It is done now. Okay. And it was an amazing production. I wish you could have seen it. We are doing North America. Yeah. It was. It was theater quality. Two hour show. Honestly, fully produced with. 11-minute opening numbers and closing numbers, and it was just an amazing opportunity. My five-minute monologue turned into a 17-minute stand-up act. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It was just it, – it was just – I was filled with that all yeah. day, every day. It was just – I was just filled with it, and I was going out with a bang. So yeah. it was such an amazing experience, and that and that's done. So we did How that. many girls are on tour with you? There it's, were eight in, – at Wembley, including me, I believe it was nine, but mm-hmm. mostly it was somewhere like six or seven you know, but we had yeah. extra girls at Wembley because it's such well, a huge you know because show. it's because it, the people write to me all the time saying, "Oh my God, we're going to see you tonight in Cardiff. Like, we're going to see yeah. you tonight." Me too. It's like, um, you know, uh, I don't do that tour. No. You know, even you don't do I any th- tours. I think my name is on it, isn't it? Well, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. It's the official tour. It's yeah. the, by the way, the only. Official tour. Right. The other ones out there are not official. (laughs) Sorry. Right. I saw that one is going to, I'm not going to name it, one's going to have a streaming event coming up soon. Yes. Yes. That's not me and I will not support that one. I love the girls though and I support them. Yeah. Right. But, you know. So, right. So um, you guys played this event. You were out there for three weeks. I was out there for three weeks this time. Yes. Normally I do the whole thing, but we were doing something in the UK before that, so I couldn't. Yeah. So I met them in Oslo, Norway, awesome. and I started there. Wow, wow! And you will j- rejoin the tour. We're well, it's working done. all summer. Yeah, it's right. done now. Yeah. So um, North America is happening starting in September, and if dates align, I will be on that one. And if not, yeah, yeah, okay. The, all the girls will be there. Yeah. Did you see on Saturday Night Live the other night they had something called um, um, Judge Court? No, what was Judge Court? It was Judge Court. It was it was it was like Judge Judy's um, hot seat with three judges, but they were kind of good friends, and they were, it was kind of like Jersey Justice. Was it? Yeah, but they yeah. were friends. <clears throat> they were friends, and they gave bogus 
rulings based on, you know, a handbag or a... Oh, so they stole it from Jersey Justice, Well, basically. you know, yeah, exactly. Well, when Jersey Justice is a show... Yes. We'll sue. Yeah. That's what we do at Jersey Justice. <laughs> or Jersey just Court. do it better. You know, a lot of people want to come for reality shows because they say, oh, that was my idea. But the truth is, in Hollywood, whoever gets to the finish line first, That's it's yours. Idea was, yeah. That's who gets it. Exactly. Everybody has an idea about uh, that uh, something came from, from them. That's a gorgeous ring right there. Oh, thank you. That's what is a that? vintage ring. Oh, it's vintage. Yeah, I got it from a vintage seller. Isn't that gorgeous? You, so when you're on tour like this, all you do is shop at different – do you have time to go shopping? Um, I make – not a lot. So we'll do like six shows, five shows in a row. Then we'll have one day off and the one day off. And a lot of these – because this show was so huge and so – um, massive stage-wise, we had to rehearse at every single venue. It's not like you just go and you're at the venue. Right. We have to do at least an hour an hour of sound of check and all that And depending stuff. what the stage looks like, <clears throat> re-jigging the whole wait, show. What did you so, call me? Yeah. The, the jig. Yeah. Um, so, right, because um, – and uh, Wembley being the biggest one. Yes. But were they all sort of comparable? Yeah, they were all pretty big. They weren't 8,000 seats. Uh, I think the next biggest one was like Four or five thousand seats. Cardiff seemed pretty big. Cardiff, I wasn't at Cardiff, but it wasn't on the. It was on the larger end, but not like biggest. Yeah. So it was. It was a. Our our is somewhere between two and three thousand seats. That's okay. what we normally yeah. do. That's what I thought. And sometimes a little bit bigger. <clears throat> and those are the smaller ones. I mean. Yeah. The, Less of those. So we have so much to talk about. We have we have the Met Ball to talk about. Yes, that's on my list. And we have um, so well, many things. First, I want to talk about the movie that I saw because it was there, and I love Gina Rodriguez, called Someone Great. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's Gina Rodriguez. And I watched it. Um, I was all done watching something, and it popped up. And I was like, oh. Now, we talked to Gina about this. But I don't remember – and we talked to her when she was on the show. I don't remember – she said that you were in it, but it kind of was fleeting. Uh-huh. And then you popped up on my screen. I go, Rue! <laughs> Rue's doing it. And, what I, and you were wonderful in it. Ooh. I texted you right away. You were so good. But one thing that I wanted to ask you about, just as a performer, as an actor, and a former smoker, mm-hmm. how do you smoke? Like you were, you were fake smoking in that and you were inhaling – but I was smoking a joint, right? I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I haven't yes. seen it yet. How do you fake smoke? And and you can't fake inhaling. Right. Because you actually have to inhale. Yeah. What's in it? What are you smoking? I don't know what that is. <laughs> was there something in it, it? It was something in it. And and at the end of the day, my, my throat was a little sore from having smoked. Did smoke. you cough when you <clears throat> first inhaled for the first time? Because it's been years since and you inhaled. You see, do, do you see me inhaling in it? Do yes, that's uh, why I'm asking uh, you. Um, I, I, yes, I inhale. Did I cough? Probably. It's second nature for us to inhale. Us yes, ex-smokers. Yeah. I, um, I'm, did, I'm sure I coughed because this is my concern. As you can see, where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. Because I smoked, and my, I still have smoking dreams. Like my biggest fear is to ever smoke again, and yeah. I would never do it. Right. But if it's for a role and you have to do it, the only way, like you can really see when somebody knows what they're doing. Yeah, it's you so certainly obvious. can. Yep. So. Did it bring back any want to start smoking again? No, it, not cigarettes. You know, my big thing was weed all right. my life. It but was you smoked weed. cigarettes, too. I smoked cigarettes, too. But uh, it was all, you know, um, in this movie, though, I'm, we're smoking a joint, I yes, believe. Yes, you are smoking a yeah. joint. And, um, uh, and I had done that before on that, that Netflix, another yes, Netflix series. Yes, you did on series. Lady Boss. 
Girl boss, that yes. One, yes. <clears throat> Where I had to smoke a bong. And it did sort of awaken that feeling of of, of getting high. And because I could be in a room uh, at a bar or something and I could have a fancy non-alcoholic drink in a fancy glass and I'm with people who are drinking. And I started, I started to feel like, <laughs> hey, I feel good, y'all. The cupcake comes out. A cupcake comes out. Bianca Dinkins comes out. Uh-huh. And I start to get a little high, even though my drink is non-alcoholic. Right. And the same is true with smoking a fake joint. Although at the end of shooting and of course we're doing take after take uh that stuff wrecks my voice it feels my throat is harsh and and feels like it's been burning and i know it was herbal i'm sure it was it herbal. was an herbal right. something yes because they use that in everybody's talking about jamie they use herbal cigarettes or not real cigarettes yes but it's still you're still inhaling you're still inhaling it, it. yes yes and and yes i do get a little residual um uh sort of imaginary high from it but um cigarettes uh, have I done any fake cigarettes in movies? I don't think so. But fake anything so. to me is still opening still, up that passage. Sure, yeah. So you can go, well, I smoked. It's like when you eat a piece of candy, you go, well, fuck it. I had that candy, yeah. so I'm just going to eat the rest of it, and tomorrow I'll start over. Yes, and the same is true as, you know, uh, I have several scenes in, in uh, AJ and the Queen where I am kissing on my boyfriend uh-huh. in it. And, you know, the body, even though we, I know consciously it's not real, in there, but <clears throat> your body thinks – doesn't know the difference. Of so course. So you, you really go through it. You know, in this uh, AJ and the Queen, we travel cross-country, and um, even though we did it all here in Los Angeles, um, it feels, at the end of it, it felt like we travel across country. Like, God, am I tired? Yeah. Crossing all these time zones. It really does. And when you watch the series, which comes on in January, you, you get to this sense that we go from town to town, and it feels like it. So the body... Um, the body doesn't know the difference. Well, the movie is called Someone Great. And if you guys are looking for something, it's just a movie. It's not a series. Yeah. It is so good. And Gina is so I can't good. wait to watch it. I loved it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I loved it so much. She was just so good. And, and it, it, it spoke to me. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the guy, the lead guy who plays her boyfriend. Yes. From, from Get Out. From Get Out. Yeah. What's his name? Stan, um, don't know. Stanfield? Stan Stanfield, mm-hmm. something. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, look it up. He's he's lovely. I've seen him oh, at and award he's so shows. Sexy. Oh, you know, so... I know him from the TV show Atlanta. He's from the TV yes, show yes, Atlanta. Yes, yes, yes. And I know him from <clears throat> um, Get Out. Yeah, um, Stan. I see. I see an S. I see a T. Late, I see an. This is why I don't want to say it because I'm going to say. Is it Lakeith? Lakeith Stan Stanfield. Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. Do you say it, Lakeith? I'm going to say Lakeith. Okay, That's right. Our well. producer, uh, all day, all day, all day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> All day. That's every what he day. Said. Uh-huh. It's yeah. so good. You guys should really watch. Yeah, we, I you know, it came out uh, uh I guess a month and a half ago yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But um we we filmed that thing. It was over a year ago. Yeah, well that's the way it works, that we isn't it? Filmed that thing. That's the way it works, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but you were so good in it. I was so Really? Proud of you. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. You were real, you were a a drug dealer. Uh-huh. That's all we're going to say. Well, and, you know, it was because of that movie that I got the little, you're wearing one now, the little name tag necklace. What are yes. those called? 
Nameplate. Nameplates. Yeah. I wear a nameplate in that. And I asked the person who, the stylist, who I said, where'd you get this? She said, down on Delancey. Those, there's tons of stores. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you said that. I think I might even put it in here. When I was driving down to the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race, season 11, we were downtown at the Orpheum Theater. And whatever street that is, I don't know what street it's on. I think it's Main Street. Is it Main is Street? It Main street? Or? Not the back street, the front street. Right. The one at the front of the theater. Maybe that's Broadway. It could be Broadway. I'm going to find out. Because no, it's Maine because – or Los Angeles Street because the other theater we worked at – what's the other one we do? That that ho- Ace Hotel. Yes. What's that one called? It's just the Ace That's Theater? That's Ace Ho- Theater yeah. at the Ace Hotel. Yeah. That one's on Broadway. Well, this, the Orpheum. Yeah. What I didn't know it reminded me of the Canal gold, and Delance. The, the gold, gold places. Yes. They were all over the cheap gold. That's right. That's where I got my Italian horn. I didn't know that they were there. Yeah. A – I didn't know they were there. B, I don't know how much cheaper they are. They call themselves cheap gold. Yeah. And C, how do we know if it's real gold? Well, it doesn't matter if it's real gold. Um, I don't care if it's real gold. If I can I mean, wear I it do. a few times. But I don't want it to tarnish. Like, you know, I leave shit on. Right. No, I don't think it's going to tarnish. But they have a mart, like a swap meet, this building with lots of vendors in it. And that's where I got my – I got several Italian horns. Down there. there. Is that what they're called, Italian horns? Yeah, cornicello it's called, yeah. Uh, Italian horn. Yeah. Well, I got several. I got a silver one. I got a gold one. I got George one. I got me one. I got bigger chains, smaller love, chains, all love. that kind of stuff. And it's called the Gold um, the Gold Mart, Gold District. And I didn't know it was down there. And you should have <clears> seen me. You know how I get. Yeah. I was literally like like licking the Did window. Did you have time to shop? No, no. but I'm going to go. I'm going to take a day and go down now that I know it's there. Because I didn't know it existed. Yeah, yeah. So it's down there. No, it's great. No, I, I, I've gotten lots of stuff down there. And it's great for gifts, you know. Yes. And, you know, those Italian Chains. horns. Change. Those Italian horns. Are very reminiscent of the 70s disco era. And yes. when I was a kid, you know, everybody had those. We used to have to drive into Little Italy and we would buy the big red ones that you'd hang from the car mirror. Uh-huh. And they had all of those stores in Little Italy on Mulberry Street. What did you call it? A corner who? Cornicello. Corn- Cornicello. Cornicello. Is what an Italian horn That's is. That's the Italian horn. Well, they're, you know, uh, Art Art um, Khan told, he was wearing one, mm-hmm. your stylist. Yes. And I said, where'd you get that? He said, Goldmart downtown. I didn't know it existed. I'm the <clears> la- <throat> I feel like I'm the last person to know. Wait, I'm, I just want to go back to the whole gift thing because, you know, people are at odds when you think about what you could give someone as a gift. What a great gift yep. is that or one of the nameplates. Nameplate or an initial. There's initial. A, they have so many cool things. I saw it in the window. Yeah. Even just a nice gold chain. Everybody, and they don't have to be expensive. Well, I tell you how, how long ago the um, someone great was, was that after the woman told me to go to Delancey Street, I immediately went there, got George one and got myself one. And I wore my Vanjie one to the Time Magazine 100. So you got it made up to say Vanjie. Yes. And that was a long time ago. That was, what, a year and a half ago or something? Something like that. So that's how long ago that movie was shot. But um, George, uh, uh, and when I said to to George, uh, he said, what are you going to get written on there? I says, okay, okay, come on. You know what I'm going to get written on there. And he said, uh, C word. <laughs> I mean, that I said, would make sense. That too. would make sense. And, and, and I said, no, Vanjie. So I got the Vanjie, but I also got him, uh, uh, the, the C word. I love it. Yes. I'm going to, I'm yet. going down because I didn't even know it. You mean like, um, Rose Royce going down, Mary J. Blige, I'm going down. Well, technically. Uh-huh. Both. Both. Okay. Yeah. All technically right. both. I feel you. I and, feel you. And in, and for me, uh-huh. downtown. Downtown. Yeah. 
Going down and downtown. Okay. I, I feel Do we have you. to take a break? We're going to take a break right now, and we will be right back after this. Michelle, I've got a problem. Okay. Every time I travel to go somewhere, my phone dies, <gasps> and I am just very upset about it. I have no idea what to do. You know what, RuPaul, Andre, Charles, you need to get yourself an away suitcase. A what? Away! They are a company, and they are taking travel bags to the 21st century. Girl, you don't got to tell me about away, because I already have it. You, I'm just reading that copy because it was there. Oh, But bitch. I actually have away suitcase, and I love it. Tell me about it. It's so good, yeah. because you can plug your phone into it. Okay, so what it has is you are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord with their bags. We're talking about away bags. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. All suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistance, and very lightweight. The interior features a patent-pending compression system helpful for overpackers like moi. The TSA-approved combination lock built right into the top of the bag to prevent theft. They have a... This removable, washable laundry bag. So oh, I all love the that. Di- I know. So smart. Yes, you can keep your dirty clothes separate, you know, from the clean stuff. Lifetime warranty. So if anything breaks, they're going to fix it or replace it for you for life. A hundred-day trial. So if at any point you decide it's not for you, which is not going to happen because it's amazing, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Free shipping on any away order within the lower 48. They even have four, the 360-degree the spinner wheels. Oh, I love those. And they guarantee a smooth... Smooth ride all day, every day. Mm-hmm. We got large pink ones, you and I, recently, and away bags are a staple on the drag race set. So for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash rue20. Use the promo code rue20 during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash rue20 promo code, well, rue20. Hey, Michelle, Blue Apron has teamed up with Weight Watchers Ooh. to create WW Freestyle Plan. It's a brand new food program that is revolutionized the way we eat. Yeah, and listen, you can make the WW Freestyle Meals and the family won't even know it. So you know you're eating something that's lower calorie. They'll never even know. They also have the family plan, the vegetarian plan. Anything you want, Blue Apron has you cover. And the hardest part for me of meal prep is deciding what to cook. So with Blue Apron, that's where the fun comes in. There's all sorts of stuff going on. And now they've got this eight tasty weeks of recipes inspired by regional favorites. So it's the best of the U.S. recipes. Oh my God, that sounds so exciting. So exciting, so fun, so delicious. Everybody in the house is happy. And what I do is I pull up the website or the app and I let Lola, my daughter that's at home right now, she chooses the meals for what's coming up mm. so therefore when they have it she oh she's looking forward to steak she's a big meat eater yeah her steak her chicken whatever is coming up and she chooses them all i am telling you blue apron has turned me into my own little chef they help making cooking at home a sustainable part of my weekly routine because of my hectic schedule i know i can count on them the box is going to be there every tuesday they're going to have the meals put them in the fridge and everything is there on the card for me to do and they have the test kitchen that all the meals go through i I absolutely am in love with the chefs there because they're thinking for me. Thank you, Blue Apron. To start making delicious, bragworthy meals at home without the hassle, try Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get $60 off when you visit blueapron.com slash rue. That's blueapron.com slash rue. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Thank you. We are back. We are black. <laughs> get used to it. Get used to it. Okay, so we have to talk about Camp Met Gala. Yes. Because I have that here on that. Well, Zaldi made my outfit. That was your first Met Gala. First Which, time by the ever. way, weird. 
Well, you know, I'm not in Los Angeles. I've been asked. You mean to, in New York? I'm not in New York anymore. Not very much. But I've been asked to go before, but usually we're filming or I'm working. Right. Or what happens is people, corporations, designers will buy a table and then they will ask people to come as their guest. And then Miss Wintour approves each guest, right? right? So I've been asked to come to the Met Gala several times, but um, I've declined because I'm usually in L.A. working. Right. This time, uh, because they had put my picture in the pap- in the magazine, mm-hmm. I thought, well, this would be the time to go. Oh, it was definitely the time to go. And, and the theme. Zaldi did the thing. And for a hot minute, I thought, oh, will I go and drag? Will I show so these let's bitches talk about how, that. how it's done? And shut down the shut red carpet. this motherfucker down. So why did you opt not to? Well, because... Um, uh, first of all, I thought every – if camp is the theme, I thought, oh, everyone is going to be in drag. Hey. Every man is going to take this opportunity like Halloween to be in drag. It's like, oh, then no, then I shouldn't do it. Then another factor that came into the thing was that, oh, they're going to have the motherfucking telephoto lenses. They're going to see up inside all my shit. Every On every pore, angle. Yeah. Every pore. But what I didn't know, and Zaldi told me this, Zaldi said – um. Vogue makes sure that there are no ugly pictures that oh, come I out. Oh, I wish we knew that. There are no ugly pictures because and because if they they do show ugly pictures, that person, that cameraman will not be allowed to come back. <gasps> really? Zaldi told me that. But so he I thought, told you after? He you told decided. me after I decided, no, yeah. I'm not going to do drag. Um for a minute I entertained it for a minute, but then I thought, "Oh my god, can you imagine me sitting at a table at a bar mitzvah table with the chairs and the food and everything in drag for yeah. several hours. You would have left early. I would have walked right up those stairs and said, back the truck up, uh, yeah. call me an Uber because yeah. I got to get out of here. But when I, then you DJ'd too. Because well, what happened is we walked the the, the, the carpet, pink carpet. By the carpet. way, the suit was amazing. He, Zoldi. Zoldi who what does, was on your feet? I had these super, super tall shoes. So you see I was as tall as George Yes. Is. I may have been a little taller than George. George is six seven. Right. I'm six four. Uh-huh. But I had these super tall shoes on, and then um, see so we walk the carpet, and then we go into uh, this big reception hall, and um, the first person I run into is Celine Dion, who she says, "I love this sh- your show. I want to do your show. Oh, I'm God. addicted to this show." And she's we're taking pictures and all that, and then someone comes over and says, "Um." Uh, uh, Anna Winter wants you to come and um, uh, and to the reception line. So, so we walked up there, and the first thing she said to me is, "Oh, top ten, top ten outfit, top ten. Because I was dressed camp. Most people weren't dressed oh, in camp. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that okay. because most people don't understand what camp is. No, and and it's it's really difficult to explain. You can't explain it. If you can't see, you can't break the fourth wall. If you can't break the facade of life or know what that concept is, you won't understand what camp is. So it's really hard. I think that's the whole point on Notes on Camp with Susan Sontag. That's that's the whole point of the – so thinking back, maybe it wasn't the best theme because I think people don't understand it. Well, but, you know, if you – you know, the the Notes on Camp thing is is a classic piece, but – if there's a way to sort of describe it to people and break it down. Because I thought the easiest thing in the world to do would be for some of these people to just dress like they're in a John Waters movie. Right. I thought there would be a sea of divines, the drag drag superstar so divine. I. I thought all the men. It was a sea of Gucci. 
It was yes, no, that was as that was as camp as they went, and that wasn't camp. It was beautiful, yes, but it wasn't camp. And I think for me, like when people were talking about it on Twitter, I was like, well, for me, camp. I guess the best way to and I'm going to be wrong here, but the best way to describe it to the layperson would be in one word would be exaggeration. Yeah. So, I think people misunderstood the true meaning of camp. Right, and then there's there's costume, which right. could be camp also depending so it's a very fine line it's very weird like Janelle Monet was my favorite I think one of my favorites um, of the night mm-hmm. in that beautiful Christian Siriano that the eye actually blinked uh-huh. on her but that was amazing and yeah. really fun and camp as fuck but yes I couldn't believe there were no like Lee Bowery's there was nobody yeah. like that Suzanne Barch is the epitome of camp yeah. you know having something like that your suit was camp as fuck mm-hmm. and just having you you there in and of itself is it being camp but I think it was a missed opportunity by the majority I think a lot of people. people like here in Hollywood by the way we are recording this thing in the Capitol Records building we're in a studio at the Capitol Records building but just like here in Hollywood um uh people in New York it's a company town it's a fashion town I don't think people want photographs of them run, uh circulating where they look dumb or where they look not Put together. That makes sense. I but think, if you do it right, if you do it right, then you wouldn't have. You could be camp and be stunning. Sure, absolutely, it absolutely. Need to be taking the piss. It just needs to be camp. By the know. way, you know, uh, we had gone to the Met the day before for a rehearsal because I was. DJing. And I'll, I'll run down the order of things, but um, uh, the Met Gala was on Monday. So on Sunday, I spent all day with <clears throat> um, um, Skip Gates doing the TV show Finding Your Roots, which we'll talk about. Oh, we'll um, talk about later. When you know, it airs, we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, we can talk about it now. Or no, we probably should wait a little Let's bit. Let's wait. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's doing that show. And then I we left there and went to the Met for rehearsal. So we go there in into the venue and uh, they're saying, oh, you will DJ after the special surprise guest. Oh, oh. And oh, I'm thinking, we're talk who about is this. The, who's the special uh-huh. surprise guest? When who's did you find guest? out? Well, this? I'll tell you because okay. um, we walk into the hall and these the kids from the House of uh, Glamorous, uh-huh. I think that's what they were called, House of Glamorous, okay. they were doing their, their voguing routine. And they were fabulous. So they were rehearsing that. So then I saw Anna Wintour and Baz Luhrmann over there. So they both came My over. My favorite director of all time. Fabulous. Yes. They both came over and uh, Baz was, uh, you know, fabulous. Oh. So wonderful. So so Australian and, and lovely, lovely and yeah. wonderful. And the big surprise, uh-huh. Miss Anna Wintour was absolutely lovely. Was she? Did you expect so her not to be? I expected her to be very cold. Uh-huh. She was warm and lovely and very personable. And I, I, I was taken aback by that. And oh, I love she that. Um, uh, we said hello and everything. And then she turned to George and said, your friend Sophie is friends with my friend Annette. And you will meet her tomorrow night at the event. I didn't know that um, Anna Winter's best friend was Oscar de la Renta. Annette who is George's, you know, uh, is was is Oscar de la Renta's widow. Now, George is friends with a woman in Wyoming. Her name is Sophie. She and Annette are sisters. Oh, yeah. I got it. And Great. so... Um, Connection. Yeah. So, uh, so Anna Winter was very excited for George to meet Annette. How sweet! Yeah. And, um, and in fact, the next night, she went out of her way to 
bring George and I over to meet Annette. Annette. Yeah. So, um, so I want to get to when you realized who the special yes. guest was. Well, we're because I there. saw a video of you that made me tear up with joy. Uh huh. Well, um, we're waiting for the House of Glam- Glamorous. I think that's their. Is, uh, you, so you found out at rehearsal. At rehearsal. Oh, okay. But I put two and two together because they were saying special guest, special guest, and I'm thinking who would be camp? It'd be oh, it'd be either Katy Perry or Lady Madonna. Gaga, you know, whoever. So. Um, at one point, I go up to do sound check for the DJ part, and I play some boom boom music yes. just to get the hair to sound, just to get what what it's like, not what I'm going to play the next night. Right. So Baz comes over and says, "Well, you know, you might want to consider your first song." I said, "Oh, I'm not going to play those boom boom songs. I was just doing that for sound." He says, "Well, you know, think about the audience who's there. Um, as soon as our special guest finishes." Um, usually the room empties out and they go to the after party. So, so you only have about 30 minutes. And I said, okay, that's fine. Um, he said, you know, because our special guest <laughs> will probably is, is going to open her show, another clue, her. she's going to open her show with Waterloo. Maybe you should your first song should be Dancing Queen by ABBA. Uh-huh. And I said, got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> So you knew right away. You knew right away. Oh, okay. It's going to be Cher. Uh-huh. And by the way, as we're recording this uh, here at Capitol Records right this very moment, it's... which is a label that uh, she was, her first label, I think, was Liberty or Spectre. It's also? It was all Liberty, Capitol Records. Uh, her? her... Today's her birthday. birthday. Yes, 73rd I birthday. saw a video of you DJing and living your actual yes. best life. yes. When she was up there on stage. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. What was that like for you to be in that proximity? You've met her before. You've been yeah. there, but, but she was there performing right Performing. It was you. so great. And she was so fabulous. By the and way, she was singing. She was really, really, yeah. really singing. No, I heard it. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, well, first when she began, she started the show, we were sitting at our table, which was Mark Jacobs' table. So you didn't see her in rehearsal? Didn't see her at rehearsal. Okay. No. Saw her at the venue. And so you at Mark's table. At Mark's table, we're all watching in amazement. Mark looked gorgeous, so he did was, Char. Oh, yeah. it was great. And it was Rita Ora and, and uh, all these fabulous – I mean, first of all, everywhere you look, everywhere you look is someone famous. Yeah. It's like at the Vanity Fair party here uh, for the Oscars. Everywhere you look, it's like, oh, oh, look, there's Oprah. Oh, yeah. look, there's – um, I don't know. Whoever. Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Oh, look, oh there's, sure. You know. So anyway um, – she she did her she and we're right there watching her perform Waterloo. Let me just tell you this other weird thing. Okay, um, I don't know if I, I should. I'm probably talking out of school, but I'm going to say it anyway. We're going to go to break, but um, in AJ and the Queen, right? Um, uh, what the song Waterloo by Cher plays a role in it, and uh, um, uh, as as I'm going, first of all, yes, yes. We found I found out that Cher was going to open the show with Waterloo, right, at rehearsal on Sunday. For the Met Gala. For the Met Gala. On Monday. Oh, oh yeah. No, I got it. I got it. I'm Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Sunday, before I found out she starts with Waterloo, I'm in a car going from Finding Your Roots to the Met. I look out the window, and at Central Park West, I see Josh Sagara and his son walking down the sidewalk. I'm in a car. He doesn't see me. I see him. Josh Segarra is the man who plays my boyfriend in uh, AJ, AJ and the yeah. Queen. And in the AJ and the Queen, he breaks my heart. A lot of things happen. Did you know he was in New York? He lives in New York. Oh, okay. 
He was, but he lives in Queens. Okay. Uh, he was walking down the sidewalk with his two-year-old son. And I see him, I go, oh, look, there's Josh. Okay, 12 million people in the city. Right. I see him. Right. I get to the Met Gala rehearsal. Baz Luhrmann says, oh, our sp- surprise guest is going to be playing Waterloo. And I go, Waterloo? Okay. Huh, it's interesting because in our TV show, Waterloo is plays an integral part in our plot. That's all you should say right now. Yeah, that's all I'm okay. going to say. Okay. And then, and then uh, uh, I mean, just that coincidence is just blew my mind. No, I agree. You know? I agree. Um, meanwhile, we're going to go to break. But uh, if, first, uh, let me just finish up the rehearsal. So when I, so right. So Baz told me. So my first song was Dancing Queen. Okay. I then played um, uh, a remix of of How Will I Know by Whitney Human. Whitney Human. <laughs> Whitney Human. Whitney Human. I love Whitney Humans. Yeah, but it's just it's a it's not like a boom boom crazy remix. It is so good. It's an Oliver something remix. Uh-huh. Then I played um This is how we do uh-huh. it. Everybody loves Montel. Everybody Jordan. loves that. Yeah. Then I played I'm Your Boogeyman uh-huh. by Casey and the Sister uh-huh. Band. Then I played These are uh, all party songs. Party songs. Yeah. They, they just kill everything. Yeah. Flood, flood your basement, flood, flood your dance, dance floor. floor. Yeah. Flood everything. Flooded, flooded. And then I played um uh uh, Say You'll Be There by the Spice, Spice Girls. Girls. Uh, the, what are they called? Space Ghettos. <laughs> <laughs> Space Ghettos. Space Ghettos. Yes. Then I played um, Britney uh, Anticipating was uh-huh. my last. So that was 30 minutes and everybody. That was, was it. That was it. Done. That was done. And, they was, and then you went to the after party. They were saying, you going to after party? I said, I have to go work and do Regis and Kathy Lee in the morning. I got to go to the hotel lobby. I'm going to work. Regis I, and Kathy I, Lee. I can't stop myself. Hasn't I, been both of them for 30 years. Yeah. No, I, I did uh, Kelly, Kelly and, and Ryan. Ryan. How was that? It was fun. It was fun. All right. So we're going to go to break. Uh, Mr. Mr. Aldea, Aldea. Aldea, every day. Every day. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back after this. Now, Michelle, you probably won't believe this, but I'm actually wearing MeUndies right now. What? Yeah, I'm that lovely microfiber. What do they call it? Micromodal. Micromodal. I'm all about the micromodal, girl. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. And I swear, I didn't know we were going to be doing an right? ad for it right now. I'm actually wearing them right now. Well, the funny thing is, when I saw that we were doing an ad for MeUndies again, I was like, yay, they're MeUndies! back. Because Lily, my daughter, first of all, I love them and I yeah. live in their lounge pants are my favorite thing. And now, by the way, they do onesies. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But Lily at school texted me and said, hey, can you order me more MeUndies? Oh. Absolutely swears by them. And what a lot of people don't know is you probably spend about 90% of your life in your underwear. That's true. So don't you think you owe it to yourself to make sure you're wearing the softest undies in town? Guys, MeUndies is the softest underwear in town because of that micromodal fabric, the coveted micromodal that we was talking about, which is a full three times softer than cotton. Now, men, you could try the new boxer brief with a fly, which is the same great cut as the boxer brief, but now... With the added option for guys who prefer to go through the gate versus over the fence. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and yes, MeUndies also makes onesies, and they're incredible. Yeah. So to get 15% off your first pair of MeUndies, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Rue. I'm telling you guys, this is no lie. We love MeUndies. That's MeUndies.com slash Rue. 
You know, it used to be that therapy was for the privileged few who had a lot of time on their hands, but yeah. not anymore, not with Talkspace, which is an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere, anytime. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health, even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. And we know you're thinking, guys, I need therapy and I cannot fit a single thing into my diary. Well... You absolutely can, because with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message so you can get something off your chest whenever you need to. No extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments most of all. And remember, if you're not, if you're thinking, oh God, I'm dreading digging up this issue I've had with my parents, but yes, the deep stuff is fantastic and necessary, but it's not just about that because stress is the number one killer. Sometimes just getting you know yourself into a place where you can deal with your stressful lifestyle is more important than any of that stuff from your past. And then you can get to that. It's fantastic just to talk to somebody whose job is to listen. And one month of therapy on the Talkspace platform costs about the same amount as a single face-to-face session. And best of all, you don't have to wait an extra week to share what's on your mind. Talkspace is more than 4,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges that we all face. So to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com, offer code RU to get your first week free. It's Talkspace.com, offer code RU. Hey, everybody, knows that Michelle and I love fragrances. Mm, well, mm. Scentbird is a scent from heaven. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. It's a way for you to discover new, new perfumes and colognes without having to buy an entire bottle. It's so smart. I brought them to London recently because they're so much easier to travel with. With more than 450 designer brands for you to choose from, you cannot go wrong. Try the brands you want. And it's the real deal. You're not getting any knockoffs. You're talking Cartier, Tom Ford, Prada, Versace, Montel. They've got so many. And you can choose choose the perfume you want to try, and they're going to send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays, enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. Now, I'm not sure what type of scent you're looking for. And if you aren't, you can sort and find your new fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, and more. And you could, uh, like the ones that I got are Montel Oud Forest, Tom Ford Great Vetiver, uh, Confessions of a Rebel About Last Night, which is my latest. Latest obsession. Mm. And with the exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash rue and use our code rue for 50% off your first month. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash rue and try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. We are back. We're talking about the Met Gala. And so much. We did a lot of stuff when we were there. A lot. You did. You know, um, shopping and a lot of press. Yeah, you did a lot of press. Speaking of press, Mm. thank you for that segue. Mm -hmm. um, There was a really adorable moment on Stephen Colbert with you and Anne Hathaway. And and this is the irony of it all. Um, I loved Anne Hathaway in Princess Diaries Uh because I loved... Princess Diaries. And then I went through a fallout phase of Anne Hathaway mm. where I was like, and, and I wasn't the only one. I thought I was the only one. She mm. kind of was on the Gwyneth train for oh, a while oh. where people were just like anti-Anne. And I almost uh-huh. felt bad for her. And it happened with the campaign for Les Mis. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. Is that what she won the Oscar for? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it worked against her. She became this kind of like know-it-all theater kid thing. Mm, mm. thing, And it worked against her. And I think there was a big negative backlash. Mm. And and I was on it. And I tried not to because I loved her. Anyway, long story short, I fell back in love with her, seeing her reaction to our fabulous television show, and more importantly, to you. Uh-huh. So if people <laughs> didn't see it, you can see it. 
I'm sure it's on YouTube and lives on, on yeah. the internet. Yeah. But um, Stephen Colbert was asking her if she watches television. She's like, oh, well, I have one show that I really love. And, of course, it was Drag Race. And then Stephen brought you out uh-huh. as a surprise. And she lost her shit. Yeah. What was that like for you? It was interesting because they told me uh, uh, in advance that that, that was going to happen. And they said, are you bringing another suit? And I was like, I don't understand what. Because you were meant to be on the next the night. The next night. They right. shoot them out of sequence. Right. So because depending on people's availability. Right. So I was actually appearing on the next night's show, but she was there for that night's show. So I didn't understand what they were talking about. Another suit. I can bring another suit, but what what, what are we talking about? Yeah. Anyway, um, that's what they were talking about. And I should have. I, I, my camp didn't get the memo. But anyway, it was lovely. And I was completely surprised by it. You know, we do our show in our with our friends, with you and Randy and Venton and Tom and Theron, and we're like we do our thing. And then what happens with the world and how they receive it? It's kind of surprising because we love it, but it's it's always interesting when other people. Oh, it was just so genuine, and I went, "There's my Anne. Yes. there she is." And I yes. just fell back in love with her and was like, "It was so beautiful and refreshing and pure," and it was a really beautiful moment. On her part, yeah, like a kid, and yeah. I know what I'm because I'm still a fangirl. I think that it, that touched me in a way that it felt real. Yeah, well, it would be like if I got a special audience with Angela Lansbury, correct, <laughs> or me with Madonna, and we won't talk about Eurovision. We're just going to move on. Okay, all right, all right. We're just going to power on. Well done. No, yes. oh, do we you. have to take a break? Because I want to talk. No, no, no. We, we're we're back from a break. We're okay, good. so let's talk about Renee Zellweger, Judy Garland. Go. I'm, I did not see the trailer. I'm excited to see the trailer. She's a fine actor. If anyone can do it, she can do it. Of course, you know, I'm partial to, to Judy Davis's, um, uh, oh, um, yeah. you know, uh, TV movie yes. that she did. What yes. was that called? Um, between Judy. between the uh, um, My Life with Judy Garland. It was written by Lorna Luff. Was uh, it written? Yeah, was it, it was, based, it's on, based on, on her book. book. Yeah. Yes, and she was a producer on it. And I saw it, but... Yeah. Um, it was brilliant. She was Oh, brilliant. my yeah. God. It was brilliant. Well, um, Judy Davis is brilliant in everything. So is Renee. And I think she gets a bad rap also. I feel like she is so good in whatever she does. But at the end of the day— You saw the trailer. Saw the trailer. Yeah. And is it I, good? I, I thought it was excellent. Wow. And I think it's either going to get her an Oscar nomination, win, possibly win, because, you know, they Hollywood loves a biopic. It loves a biopic. Right. But also Hollywood wants to— um, Kind of redeem what it did to, to Judy because yeah. she had a hard time. She here. sure did. So I wrote, you know, when I posted it on on sit on my Facebook, I wrote, um, <laughs> "It's either going to win her an Oscar or it's going to be the worst thing ever done." Because it's always that way. I would I would gobble either up. Yes, if it's bad enough to be really bad, then yeah. we'll love that. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be really good. Who directed? And she's singing. Oh, she's really singing. Yeah. Uh, Rob Marshall. Oh, Rob Marshall. Mm-hmm. Who directed her in Chicago. Oh, wow. So, But that makes sense because of the musical aspect of it. But Rob Marshall directed it. So I just auditioned for him recently. Did you? I didn't get the part. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We're not Renee Zellweger got it. I'm sorry. Well, not that part. I was, know. I'm yeah. kidding. What was it for? Another musical? It was for um, The Little Mermaid. Oh. I auditioned for Sebastian. Sebastian? Yeah. I know. Did you do a West Indian accent? I did not. I did not. I was not going to do that. No, that comes later. That's, I understand. Yeah. Accents, because you can always teach an accent for the most part. Sure, but, um, you know. Who got it? I don't know. I think they're talking, I don't know. They're talking to, uh, they said a few names, but 
there's really they they should have gone with me. Uh, <laughs> a camp crab. Sebastian's the campus character yeah, in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So So I hope they're not given to some straight guy that can do a West Indian accent. I don't know. I don't know if he has to be West Indian Indian. Sebastian's like I know he is in the thing, but he doesn't have to yes, be he, in this. No, not in yes, live he action. Does. Why? You cannot make Sebastian like um, um, Anglo-fied, well, America-fied. No, he has to be West Indian. Yeah. He has to. Oh, my God. You know, on AJ, I had to do a Jamaican accent. That's West Indian. It, it was it was so awful. But it worked for the character because it was so awful. The problem with with Jamaican accents, you can, you can kind of veer into, like, Indian. Well, it starts to sound like an Irish accent. That, too. It sounds like an Irish it, accent. You can, you can veer in so many directions, so yeah. you need to work with somebody who really knows their shit for something like Sebastian. Yeah. But then, because I've been traveling and I have been able to watch some television, I have found... A TV show that I am now so fully obsessed with, and I don't know if you watch it, but I is think it Mission Impossible no, on Prime RuPaul, Video? No, RuPaul, not from 1978. <laughs> not Mission Impossible. It is Killing Eve. You've mentioned Killing with Eve Sandra before. With Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer. No, I just started watching it. Uh. I've never, I, I've never gotten into this kind of thing before, but I gave it a go. Yeah. And first of all, Jodie Comer, the British accent who plays the killer. Yeah is so brilliant. She is such a brilliant really? actress, a British accent, She, but she plays a Russian character. So she's got this, she's speaking English with a Russian accent. She'll go in and out of British accents, Russian accents, Australian accents, French accents. She does it all on camera in the same scene. She, she's a sociopath. Oh, she is absolutely a sociopath. And Sandra Oh is so, it's just... And I tweeted when I started watching, so why the fuck did nobody tell me? Well, the world was saying this I mean, is She something. won an Emmy. Did she it. win the Sandra Emmy? Sandra Oh won the Emmy. Uh, did she, did she, well, she was nominated. No, I think she won. But did she win? We were there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she won when we were there. Yeah. Um, well, well, kids, if you haven't seen Mission Impossible from 1966. Oh, stop it. Oh, you have got to be kidding. You have it got. It still holds water. To be kidding me. I'm oh. sure it's incredible. Yeah. Um. But she. Do you watch Prime Video, Amazon Prime? Um, I watch uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You have Amazon Prime. Yes, I do. I'm trying to think of what I'm act. What oh, I'm, what is Killing Eve on? Killing Eve is on Netflix? BBC America. Oh, but it's on Netflix. It's on. Um, it's on one of those. It's on Reddit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my Season God! You are one crafty. Is on Hulu. You are. But a... you don't get Hulu overseas. Why it not? doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't. Every show that I'm trying to find overseas, at least our shows won't work there. It's mm-hmm. on BBC America. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see if she won an, an, an Emmy for it. So, right. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Can we just backtrack for a minute? Yes. Because, yes, um, I was coming from the bathroom at the Met Gala. Oh, we're back to the Met Gala. Okay. Walking down the thing. And I was feeling very hooty at this point because everybody's talking and walking. And I'm, I'm, to everyone, I'm saying, um, you're all right, Bipes. You're all right. right. You're all right, Bipes. Right. You're all right. Um, uh, and, uh, and it was this thing where you'd start a conversation with someone and then you'd be interrupted by this next person and then be interrupted by another person. You never finish a conversation. Because so everyone's so excited. People, yeah. It's like, what? And, and you? Yes. And, you know, so I'm walking down the hall. George and I, say, and I said, oh, are you all right, babe? See this woman walking towards me. And uh, I said, you're all right, babes. And uh, she says, it? oh, you're all right. And I, as I get closer, I go, oh, oh, you're Bette Midler. Oh, my God. 
I didn't, when I said it to, I didn't know it was her when she, because it's overhead lighting and, you know, everybody looks different in person. Anyway, so. I guess Claire Foy won for the crown. <laughs> right. Sandra Oh didn't win. She no. was the first time nominated for yes. an Asian American actress. Oh, she was so, she's so good in it. Yeah. She is so, she needs to win an, an Emmy for it. Claire yeah. Foy won. Claire so Foy won. Um, uh, so we started this conversation because we talked, we have the same um, acting coach. Oh, and, uh, which one? Um, Not uh, Ivana. No, Joan Rosenfels. Joan Rosenfeld. Rosenfels. F- Rosenfels. With an S. Yeah. Joan F- Rosenfels. Uh, yeah. R-O-S-E-N-F-E-L-S. Okay. Rosenfels. And we were talking about her. And then Salma Hayek comes up and says, oh, my God, I got to get a picture. And we all post her picture. And then Bette disappears. I don't even, didn't even see her leave. And I'm with Salma Hayek and we're cackling. And then... um. Um, Karen Elson walks up and she's like, oh, my God. The model? The model. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're we talking and I didn't see Salma Hayek disappear. You know, so Sal. So they're all just walking away. Sal. Sal. Mahayek. Mahayek. My Taylor. Yeah. Um, and it was like that all night long. All night long. I mean, I would have shit my pants how many times over. Well, bet, well no, if Bet you'd came get, over, you, yeah, Bet, yeah, but you'd get, you get, you kind of used to the whole. You do when you get over it, but for me, it's the initial meeting of I love you. Now yes. let's move on. Yeah, do you know, there's, but there's that's a given. Things. I don't even go there. You don't. I would. You leave that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not everybody, but the the Patty Lapones, the Glenn Closes, the Bet Midlers. Those people shaped me and yeah. and made me feel whole. So they're responsible. They're for responsible this. for yeah. my whole. Yeah. Um but and then there's ones I love that didn't have the responsibility of right. my whole, filling my whole. Yeah. Yeah. Um I wanted to talk about I'm I thought you were gonna say fleabag actually. I love fleabag. Do you, you watch do. fleabag? I don't. That's I, Amazon Prime. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I almost watched it last oh, night. So but I just got real. caught up in a Mission Impossible whole. whole. Um, that I love it so much. Um, I'm not talking about the movies. Well, Mrs. Maisel is – I'm obsessed with Mrs. Maisel. Right. That's Amazon Prime. Have you yeah. watched that? No, Rue, before you watch Fleabag, watch Mrs. Maisel. This is the thing. Okay, you know, I work a lot. I end up wanting to watch something that I don't have to invest too much time in because I know what's going to happen on Mission Impossible. I know what's going to happen on Murder, She Sat Down and She Can Wrote. Can I give you my opinion of what you should do the what? way that I do it? How? So even when we're filming and the days, you know, we take three to four hours to get ready. Mm-hmm. I just put it on right there, put it up yeah. on the mirror while yeah. Raven, while Nicole, whoever's doing our makeup, yeah. and you just leave it play. It's there. It's right in front of you. Instead of music, yeah. you have that play. I like to wa- listen to music and I like to focus, on, actually help in my small way for them to put makeup on so that I can actually be there and present Yeah, but you're not the sitting process. there with your eyes. You can hear what happens once you get to know the characters. Right. In my opinion, that's the way that I do it. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't retract or take Wait, no, this Erwan water you're drinking, is this just the third sip? Because you've been drinking that forever. Is this the second bottle? No, it's... it's the same bottle. Well, it hasn't gone down. I've seen you sip from it. Yeah, because I'm sipping. If I drink that whole thing, I'll be pissing all day. Yeah, but that's um, that's the same bottle you started with this bottle, morning. Yes. Okay. Just taking little baby sips. Oh, I see. All right. So Mrs. Maisel and Fleabag are two that you need to watch. Yeah. And on Hulu, the first season of Killing Eve. I'm telling you, it is so good. You're going to die. Okay. Then I well, I moved on after I watched Does Someone's Eve Grave. ever get killed? Um, you're going to have to watch it. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, there'd be no show. If, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Beyonce's Homecoming. Did you get a chance to watch I saw it? like half of it. She is. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, she's phenomenal. She's just. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. I just wanted to put that out there because we need to talk about it. I mean, I mean, she's, she, you know, she's got. Unbelievable yeah. dynamo. And it was so amazing to watch. Okay. So one of the podcasts that recently I talked about how I didn't get any Botox and I, you know, I'm good because I'm explanted. So yeah. now it's time for me to start shooting up. Oh, you face. haven't, you haven't gotten no, any Botox look at my since. Forehead. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh-huh. I haven't been shot up with anything. Yeah. So. Um, instead of going to my normal dentist, mm-hmm. I was going to go to a Hollywood one who I follow on Instagram and his work is – I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, but why would you change from what you've been doing? Because this guy can work miracles. Uh-huh. And I was like, let me go see what he – just with Botox. I'm not kidding. Just with Botox. Just with Botox. All this jawline can be sculpted, uh-huh. all this. And I was like, let me just go and get a consultation because my friend has known him for 20 years. Mm-hmm. She said, go with me. I'll get you my pricing. I was like, deal. Done. Mm-hmm. So I go in and I meet with him and he's like, all right, I'm going to give you something called – I shouldn't even say what he calls it because it's his thing. And I yeah. don't – I'm not here to put him on blast. Right, right, right. Um, but what I am here to say is what a fool am I uh-huh. and what a fool are rich people because I know what I pay to get stuff done. Yeah. I don't I do not do a lot because I do like to use my face. I told you I'll get my lips touched up every now and yeah. then, which I haven't had in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said what he's going to do is all done with Botox. Now, we all know that Botox is not expensive anymore. It's really not. It's not? No. Mm. I don't know what you're paying, but I can get stuff – I can get – Everything done for under a grand. Under a grand. Full Well, how much are you using? Because when I leave there, you know, I get a little, I get a little filler um, touched up. When I leave there, um, honest, and this is just. Do you know what you pay? I I think so. Okay. Um, And this is, I'm going to say this and hope you guys don't. You could judge me all you uh-huh. want. I'm only saying this for research for people so people have get an idea. Because I'm trying to give people yeah. reality. A reality, yeah. okay? Yeah. So for me, this was not even filler. This was Botox alone. And he was going to throw in some filler, which I don't even need. I've never had a mar- like a, a mouth line filled because I don't mm-hmm. really have them. Yeah. So he's like, I'll do that for free because let me tell you, you won't need anything because there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to say free. Yeah. So – he, I said, that's fine. Let me see what it's going to cost before you go near me with a needle. He marks up my face. And I was so excited because I was like, finally, I can get what I want. Because yeah. I've been doing these collagen wave treatments with um, Dermaspa in the UK. And it, they have been working. I see a difference. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that here. So I thought, okay, let me get, let me do it. Mm-hmm. $9,900. Okay, you can stop the car. I'm going to get out on this corner here. $9,900. Dollars. Actually, don't stop the car. I'm just going to jump out moving. the window. Just gonna... <laughs> Keep the doors locked. <laughs> Roll down the window. Yeah. I'm diving out. I'm getting out. I was personally attacked. I literally went, when he showed me it, because he was doing my friend's face, the one who brought me, uh-huh. and hers was $480. Mine was 9900 No fillers, just Botox. I went, uh... Yeah. No, thank you. My yeah. kid's in college. Yeah. And my girlfriend that brought me as she's getting her face filled with mm-hmm. Botox, she goes, mm-hmm. what? Are you – I told you to give her my pricing. Yeah. So when I said no, thank you, and I walked out, yes. the assistant came over and goes, when you heard that, you were like, fuck that. And I go, yeah, I was like, fuck that. He goes, yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. $9,900 is fucking rude. That's, that's ridiculous. Rude. That's racist. It's fucking rude. And I told somebody famous who – it was Lisa Rinna who said – Gave me some people to go to. Yeah. And when I told her what this guy was charging, she literally said, gross. Yeah. It, it, I, Ooh, said, I said, Jesus, greed gross. is yeah. real. Yeah. And it's fucking gross. Right. Now, guys, who, so whoever's listening, if you're starting to go down that path and you really want to get into Botox and that stuff. Yeah. 
please do not p- please n- make sure they're reputable. Yeah. And you do not have to pay exorbitant Hollywood disgusting prices. Yeah. I didn't do it. I haven't gotten anything. Good in my for face. you. I walked out. Did you key his car yes, in the park? Bitch, good. I keyed both of his cars. He, good. Because he could buy one fucking car yeah. on my face. Good. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And she started it, my friend, by saying, "This guy comes from money. He only does this because he loves to do it." Right. He well, he should be doing it for motherfucking free then. Can you imagine? You know, ninety nine for Botox. That's ridiculous. But norm, my normal just for Botox is like five hundred dollars. Really? Ninety nine hundred. So yeah. When I get the filler, the lips. How often do you go in? Normally. Yeah. Every six months, like when we're filming. Yeah. yeah. So I'll go six months and then another six. Like I'll go every four to five months. And that's okay. Yeah. And I, I don't need I don't need filler every time because my whole my did I say my whole retains filler? You did. Yeah. Um, and I my heard. face, you know, my face is fine. I'll yeah. say, oh, I just need a little bit here, a little bit right. there. Touch but, us. Um, but with Botox, um, you know, um, I won't let it go further than five months. And mine, mine's been a long time, as you can see. But. Well, you know, <clears throat> I've said this before. Those muscles uh, stage a coup, and you're going to need more. If you let it ride and not touch it up uh, regularly – your muscles become stronger and they like, stage a coup and yeah. they say, you know what? I'm going to animal what, farm this bitch. I'm going to animal farm this bitch. George Orwell, you're Yeah, ass. you're going to have to do some motherfucking Agent Orange. You're going to have to <laughs> napalm, napalm this shit to kill those muscles. I don't – to add to your thing here, I, dude, oh, what's it called? Botox doesn't even work for me. I have to use Dysport. Botox has stopped working. And I'm Why? not a big Botox. Why? It just doesn't work anymore. I can't believe that, I swear Michelle. to God, but Dysport works right away. Dysport and Botox are both toxins, both disgusting. And people and people can be listening and going, I've had the worst. Some people have really bad I reactions. have never heard of Dysport. Is that like the Walmart brand? Oh, no. There's two brands, a botulin and type A. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Botox. Yeah. And Dysport. Dysport. D-Y-S-P-O-R-T. Okay. Ask your dentist about <laughs> Dysport. So Dysport works on me. Botox does not. Yeah. Uh, huh. So that's that was my experience. And I just, I couldn't believe, I literally, and again, I'm not here to shame him. I should, but I'm not that girl. I couldn't believe that he had the audacity to try to charge me 90. I'm not a real housewife. I am not. Yeah. Celine oh, but Eve, trust me, even those <clears throat> even those real housewives, they know they wouldn't pay that. Nobody ever because you've been if you've been doing it for as long as all oh of us have been God. doing, you know, uh it doesn't cost uh, that much. Are you kidding? It doesn't cost that much. Ninety nine hundred. Yeah. Why wouldn't I take that and put that towards a facelift? Well, exactly. That's but, half a facelift. Well, bitch. but at the same time, you know, for the people listening out there, you want to do your research. Uh, you want to go to at least three people yes. for a, a, an estimate. I mean, you do that for your car, don't you? Do it for yourself. You do it for your lips. Do it for your face. Do you remember that ad? Yes, of course. You do with Melanie Griffin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for your lips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so that was that. Yeah. That's, that's I ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So when are you going in? We start filming in what, two weeks? Yes. Well, unfortunately, I'm well, not no, going to be able start, to go till after. We start tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to. Yes. That's for something else. Yeah. Not, not till after that. What's wrong with you? There's no availability. There's nothing free with her, my normal girl. I fucked up. I canceled my normal girl to go with Hollywood guy. When I went to call back, they were like, she's booked up. So I can't go till June. Did she, does she know this is an emergency? I told her. But then I need time to let it, if it's going to bruise. Do you know what I mean? You, do you, have you, I've never bruised. Uh, I have. 
Mm-hmm. Not a lot. I do not bruise a lot. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you can hit a wrong thing by accident, mm-hmm. and it can. Not that makeup can't cover it, but I don't right. want to be looking, you know, yeah, dodgy. No, I've never bruised at all. It's always been, and I've I've gone to the same guy for years and years and years, and I've gone to the same girl for years and years. Because I think I started with him, maybe in. 2000. All right, so I saw that you drove your Corvette in oh, town you today. Oh, you want to talk about my Corvette? Because I thought you weren't driving it in the city because it's so low that it oh, hits, real. it scrapes things. It, yeah, but you know, here's the real tea, though. My Mercedes that I had was just as low. Really? The only difference is this front is so long that depending on... The incline. Yeah, and, and there's people behind me beeping, but it's like, I ain't fucking up my baby. Oh, I see what you mean. You, like, if you go into a, a de- underground Ooh, parking garage... Those are the worst. You have to scrape the... Um, to come down off. Yeah. 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 They're the worst. So normally I'll bring Lily's car, um, but she's home from college now. I went and collected her. So now she's going to use her How long is she going to be home for? Till August, all oh. summer. She's going to be my assistant this summer. I'm giving oh, her work. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Yep. So. But yeah, but isn't that kind of dangerous because you can't get people who you've raised to do things for you? Oh, she's going to be getting paid. Uh-huh. So she will be doing. She's actually taking it seriously because a real job. Yeah. So she's going to be doing it. And she's getting paid, and she's excited about it. So when you're on the freeway in this Corvette, yes. Um, do you let that? Do you like say I'm going to tear this road up? No. And here's the thing. Corvette. Have you ever done that? I've I've gunned it. Yeah. yeah. I pulled up to Starbucks today and I had my cute sunglasses on that you liked. And I the windows, I just got the windows tinted from mm. my friend Louie came and tinted the windows. Oh. So I rolled it down and she was like, you look so cool, the girl uh-huh. at Starbucks. And I was like, thanks, uh-huh. I tried. Uh-huh. Um, the thing about the Corvette is they're... You know, I just got it. When did I get it? Like recently. Like, you got it for your birthday. Well, that's what it was for, but I didn't collect it until... After my mm-hmm. birthday, um, December, I think I got it. Mm. But my point in saying this is, they just announced that there's been a rumor about a mid-engine Corvette coming out for years, and it's going to put it on par with the McLaren and the Lamborghini and the Ferrari, speed-wise and mm-hmm. beast-wise, mm. beast. Mm-hmm. And it, they just finally confirmed that they it's confirmed coming it. Out. When is it's it coming out? out? Um, they're unveiling it in July, I think. This ju- July yeah. 2020. So that means it'll probably be available. No, 2019? Order. No, probably for 2019. Uh-huh. But some like um, Corvette dealerships have said that people have canceled their 2019 orders waiting for the mid-end. Yeah. So it's going to be a beast. I would love to have one. But I told you, I want a 1976 one. Yeah, so that's different. You can get that whenever. Find the right one that you want. But if you want the new one, the mid-engine one, mm-hmm. honey, that's that's the well, one. Well, I told you, we've been looking at houses, and there's this one house that we put an offer in on that has a, um, really a five-car garage. That's what you need. Yeah. That's what you need. That's what I need. That's what I need. Not want. You need that. Yeah. That's actually necessity. Yeah. When do you find out? I guess this week. I guess this week. You know, we'll see. You never know. You never know. But, man, uh, we need a house quick, fast, and in a hurry. But the, the thing is that, you know, we, you and I, we're going to be on location for the next four months. Oh, we're going to be here. We're going to be solid. Solid. For the next four so, months. And, I, you know, I, I have an apartment out there at the location. So. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So I won't, you know, you know, I can't move. I can't no, do anything. No, you don't get days off. Yeah. I can send my assistant. So whatever you need. Well, yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, so, uh, so, and then I put um, the other house on the market. You did, yeah. But I'm, I'm. They're the not going to show. Yes, they're not going to show it 
until after we start filming because right. I'll be out of the Are way. Are you boxing be, stuff up now? Or I having will somebody, yeah. eventually, yeah. But I'm going to take all my personal stuff out and leave all the furniture. Right, so you can stage it. And it's, Well, it's already staged. I mean... Because <laughs> you're never there. I'm never there. No. And, you know, my um, decorator has always been the man who does our... Set. I know, so, so it's, it's so basically staged. It's beautiful. It's it fun. really is beautiful. I love that house. It's fun. I just, unfortunately, I haven't really entertained in it like the way I thought I would because I work all the time. I think I've only been to one or two parties that you had, and you used to have them all the time. You used to have them all the like in the late time. Hollywood house. Yep, have it them was all the time. All the time. But that's when I was in semi-retirement, and so I could. I could do that stuff. You're in the opposite of semi-retirement, Exactly. Right? But, you know, even if I were going to have a party, I would. Th- I, I may have a dinner party with 12 people, but I would think twice about having a, a what, those barbecues I used to have and those— You couldn't at that house. I also, wouldn't— The parking alone. Parking alone, but also, um, you know, I think I would just rent a hotel space. Uh-huh. Not a room, but like a space that has parking and valet and, and not do anything at home. You know, with people and the friggin' um, selfies and all the stuff, how they have nothing is sacred anymore. No, your so shit I wouldn't would get out there. I wouldn't want to invite. No, I people. don't. I don't blame you. Or you say, put your phones here. Uh, that that Never trick works. doesn't work. No. Speaking of which, uh, the finale, and something we did this year, which made me so happy. Oh, I loved it. Never done before, you guys. Listening, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race season eleven finale. Um, we filmed it and. Um, there were people – I did the intro and I pled to the – I made a plea to the audience. Mm-hmm. I said, please, you guys. It took us so long to get a queer television show uh, made for us, by us, on television. All we're asking you to do is wait one more week. Just don't show anything. Two more weeks at the most. You know what I mean? And they just couldn't help it. Well, they fall, it falls on deaf ears because you're, you're asking them to be able to control their ego's urge to have one thing on over on other people. Which is ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's real. It's real. The ego cannot – you cannot tame the ego because the temptation for validation – is so strong. So what was happening, to confirm what we was saying, was that people were taking pictures. They were posting them on Reddit. They were posting them on Instagram. But our savvy crew was a fucking step ahead and was finding them on the subreddits, finding them on Instagram, and going over, looking at the picture from the vantage point where they were and seeing and locating who they were and Cersei shaming them. Shame, yeah. shame. Yeah. And and it serves them right. And those yeah. people are banned for life. Yeah. Because, listen, you can't wait two weeks and then go, oh, I had this. I just had to wait to post it. Right. Do it after. You're yeah. still going to get the likes on your picture. Well, that's like me. You know, when I talked about the the phrase, please refrain from, uh, that will never work again. You have to say, bitch, are you crazy? Yes. You know, because please refrain from is a polite way of saying um, we are all civilized here. Please uh, you know, refrain from your lower nature. Yep. Um, but we're past that now. No, I'm so glad we did it that way this year, though, for the first time. Yeah, they threw one girl out who yes. had posted one of the performances on live on Instagram. On Instagram. Yep. They found her ass and threw her out. And threw her out. Yep. And uh, and, she, and she deserves it. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm all for people. If you didn't know, but this has been said. Oh time no, and they again. they know. Phones were banned. 
And there you were. They know. You know, we talk about this all the time with um, being able to control yourself. It used to be that because of religion, people were ashamed to break the rules. But I think the tenets of religion or the shame of that has broken down so much that people will only want to feed their need of for recognition because I think I don't get it. Well, you do get it because the thing is, you this. are valid. You're enough. You you just being is enough. But the ego doesn't know that. The oh. ego is not sure that you actually exist. So you constantly need a steady stream of affirmation of of reconfirmation that you exist. Oh my god! And that comes in the form of likes or of people. Uh, responding to you on social media. So you go, I'm alive. I'm really here. When the truth is, the, that will never fill that void. Yes. Only you and your recognition that you are an extension of the power of the creative universe can fill that void. It's really sad. It it's is really sad. sad because you shouldn't need that. It took us took me a long time to get to that for me not to be like, I told you, I'm the one. See me, me. I'm and it's it comes with growing up. Yes. But in that room, we were all adults, and there was no what that was was shitty because what that was so was spilling secrets and disrespectful. Yeah. And you didn't have to do that. It was a choice that. that girl made, and there were other ones too. I just um, you know I've said it time and time again. The biggest threat facing humanity is unconsciousness. Yes. And unconsciousness as it pertains to who you are and what you are. You know, outside. Um, affirmation is not never gonna make you feel like you exist. No, only it comes from the inside. Yes, out. and it's fleeting. It's Once so you fleeting. get a hundred thousand likes on your spilled post, and everybody starts sharing your video, um, courtesy of Queen Latifah, whoever you are that posted yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then what? Mm -hmm. Then what? And then when it dies, you're still gonna feel less than again. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we're going to wrap this up right oh here. I'm not even done talking. I know about we got shit. so much to talk about. Okay, but um, we'll, we'll you know keep tuning we'll in. We'll do it we'll again. Get it. We'll get it going. All right. Well, Michelle, that was fun. Yes, I know. I loved it. I, always I love loved it. it. Okay. Um, until we hook Til, up again. Yeah, like tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? Love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get a name, man? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen. Hey, hey,